0: Life of Love, Life of Love, Life of Love, with Julie Hilson. Hello, dear friends, and welcome to another episode of Life of Love, where we meet every Thursday to talk about the magic and living a life of love and sharing our divinity and our divine feminine. The sacred masculine is always a strong presence here on the show. And today we have a very special guest, Asha LeCount, and she's an experienced, certified emotional and energetic intelligence facilitator, a keynote speaker, entrepreneur, and consultant with over 15 years of experience. She specializes in working with clients from all backgrounds and levels of achievement. Asha's approach is grounded and relatable, with her primary aim being being to make energy work accessible to all. She focuses on breaking the cycle of trauma bonding in relationships, addiction, and financial matters. The push-pull dynamics of energy are applicable to everyone, making this work valuable in all aspects of life and people from diverse backgrounds. Oh, my gosh. Asha has an international presence, and she served as a consultant in 14 countries. Asha, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to to have this conversation with you, and I've been looking forward
1: to this. Welcome to Life of Love. Thank you so much for having me, Julie. You're such a blessing and thank you to everybody who's paying attention and watching and listening. And I'm so happy to be here. Thank you.
0: You're adding to, to everyone's life of love by the work you're doing and, and just, you know, you have an offering for us, which I'm going to make available at the end and have in the show notes, but you've, you've just done so much to help spread love and acceptance and awareness and, um, I'm just really excited to uh, hear your story. I mean, I know you've you've had a lot of experience and it's international, and I guess let let the audience know a little bit more about you and and how you come to your work and what you know just a little bit about how you got to where you are so they can
1: relate to your story. and then I had some questions for you. Oh, great. Okay, Julie, Thank you so much for 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 giving me the opportunity to share. So I have an absolutely crazy story and I'm going to share it. And the great thing about this story is that it's so relatable. Um, Mine was very, very aggressive and intense. um, And it, it shot me awake in 2020 uh, to my, to my soul's mission, which is to heal the planet through my energy work and heal humanity. So in, when I, in about 2002, About 20, what was that? 20, 21 years ago, I was, I was 18 and I dated a man and he and I had like the sparks of all sparks. It was like, you know, like two magnets coming together. I'm putting my hands up. Like, you know, that feeling where it's like, oh my God. And like that rush that you get in your body and everything feels really like hyper and like, oh my God, this is my person. And we ended up together for a couple of years and it was so intense. It was a major trauma bond. He was in his twenties. I was 18 and we had like such high passion, but we also had a high level of toxicity. And when I broke up with him, I left his house. And when I left his house, he felt like his heart got ripped out of his chest. Like, you know, that feeling of like, oh my God. So he actually had that happen. And when that happened, he stayed attached in mourning me for 18 years, 18 years. So meanwhile, 18 years passes. I end up getting very overweight and lost. I was a dancer and a performer in my, when I was about 18 or 19 and I got lost for all that time. I ended up in my marriage with my, my first husband. I don't say ex, I say first husband. (laughs) And, um, and we just ended up kind of bonding on a trauma bond. We didn't really like we rushed into it. We had our son really fast and we ended up just in a really volatile relationship. Right? Like I didn't know who I was. I was like omitting sex. I was so worried about my business and not worried about him. And, you know, he'd try to help. And I'd be like, I'll just do it. Um, like all these sort of patterns that we take on as women, when we're stuck in like this anxious, masculine energy. And then anyway, eight, and then all of a sudden I start thinking about this man from the 18 years earlier. And I reached out to him one day in 2020. And I said, I've been thinking about you. And he said, why now? I finally just let you go. And I said, What? And he said, I've been holding on to you, wishing you would come back this entire time. And I went, you've been holding on to me this entire time. And next thing I know, we re went, uh!" they call it a twin flame connection. And we ended up getting like really hot and heavy again, even though he's like, totally not the right guy. It was absolutely toxic. It's always been toxic. And um, I was like, Oh my God, I got to leave my marriage. I'm going to leave my marriage. I'm going to." Everything's changing, shifting, shifting. And then within six weeks, he dropped me and I went into the worst dark night of the soul ever. I had the rejection wound, the abandonment wound, the mother wound, the father wound, attachment, disorganized attachment, anxious attachment, avoidant attachment, um, all at the same time. And I knew it was a calling. I knew that I was being called into my work. So I went in and learned everything I could about energy, emotional intelligence, trauma, and self-worth. And I, I invested about 180 grand into my own development and started my business. And since then I've taken over $500,000 in sales um, within like while my entire life was burning down. So, um, so yeah, that was the, that was my story. It's crazy, um, but it's the proof that attachment truly is, the root of everything in our lives and when we attach to somebody else we're also affecting them and that's my story
0: wow it's the classic twin flame chaser runners you know switching roles
1: yes and and if that wasn't enough i had uh, since then i've had three more um, all of them with the same birthday or similar birthdays, uh, same signs and like the same sort of like, um, synchronicities in, in like, they all have daughters, they all work like a certain job. And so it's been really powerful to experience that over and over and over again. So I've been, um, dumped, uh, and, and dropped about a lot. <laughs> I've got a big abandonment I had a big abandonment wound and now I don't, I don't go by that theory anymore. I, I'm, I'm just living my life and creating these situations to heal. And and that's
0: it's so evident because it's the same you're getting the same situation over and over and I always tell people I'm like until you work through it it's going to keep yeah. coming up and your energetics were such that you kept attracting it so much cuz you needed to run through it happens for you not to 100%. you <laughs> did you 100%. notice yeah. how how long did it take for you to say I'm dealing with the same thing and and maybe take that groundhog day of a moment with a different face, same experience. Did, did you notice you're up leveling and dealing with it different ways or problem solving oh, yeah. in different ways? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So my method is shamanic healing, quantum light body, and also hypnotherapy. And those are the guides that I primarily work with. And, um, and so I just keep hiring. I, I look at the men as ladder rungs, right? So they're a version of my inner king, my inner masculine. Um, and then basically I'm ladder runging out of them because they all ended up resonating away. And and by the last one, I was so, I'm so unaffected about there's no pain if they are to resonate away. It just feels like I'm being protected. And so I don't look at like that narcissistic behavior and look, I know it hurts if you're listening to this and you've gone through that feeling. It feels really, really dense. And I did it with my first husband. And then I've tried to make amends and fix it and let him know that I will. I actually wanted to get back with him for a while as well because I could see myself. And that's when he left. Then he didn't want to get back with me. So I was able to see this empath-narcissistic relationship. But when we're in that pain, it's so hard to see how to get out and that's when I knew I had to develop a program for it because it doesn't just affect our relationship. We do take the same thing with our businesses as well. We'll jump from thing to thing, especially women. We grow quickly.
0: Mm, that's yeah. great insight. It's great yeah. insight. And yeah. none of us are an island. We're affected by everything. So
1: it's I love just that.
0: being able to see it, I guess, <laughs> being aware. Yeah. yeah. So you're helping people see the patterns and
1: any yeah, and in, 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 in Julie, really, it's mm-hmm. about helping them see it before the detriment. So I equally support people leaving the relationship they're in or mending the relationship they're in, in in doing it in a conscious way. So even though I had gone through that in my own per, my own first marriage. I was still quite conscious. I knew at that stage what I had desired and what I wanted. I wanted to get into more sexual energy work with men. And that wasn't something that was in the line with my first husband. And it was a choice between that relationship or me doing my soul's work. And sometimes we can't do both. And I think that's what really keeps people gridlocked is they're like, oh, well, what about him? And what about this? And, And sometimes so much so, especially with women that we hold the truth in, without actually even giving our partner the opportunity to say yes or no. And so when I was able to finally stand in that as one of my truths, it, it wasn't something that was aligned for him. And that's totally okay. And he and I talked about that. Our values were misaligned.
0: It's sort of like facing yeah. the bear, right? Like yeah. unless you unless you face it and either run from it or shoot the bear, whatever you're going to do with that bear, the 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 fear is crippling. The fear is your paralysis. Like you can run through anything you can, you can problem solve, or like you said, you can move on, but you can't, you're not going to make any progress either way by just ignoring and pretending. So it's like just making it a bigger monster
1: Yeah. And Uh, mushing it down, we all know, doesn't do anything. That's emotions, that's energy. And it's, you're going to have to face it and you're either going to face it in a way that it's going to blow up or you're going to go through your whole life feeling like you're tight. Um, And for me, I see these things as gifts. Like you have to go toward them. Like what's going on here? What is this trigger? Why, how can I alchemize this trigger within my own system so that I'm moving, moving up to my next level And, you know, there's, there's a part of this too, where you're like, I don't know if you've ever understood, like had this Julie, where you, especially as somebody who like works with people, like if you're a coach or you're a healer, you, there can be frustration when people don't choose like the, the path of finding themselves. It's, it can get frustrating because you're like, but why are we making this so much harder than it needs to be? We can just work through it and, or I can help you get to the next level. And it's like kind of a bit of our codependency and our re- rescuer. And so it's about trusting that he's making his, the decisions that are best for him. I'm making decisions best for me in same with like clients, right? Like if a client's like, you know, you, you can see their higher self and they still don't pick the path. You're like, ah. And so that's like um, something I think a lot of people in service have to move through. In, in all of us in life, right? Like, you know, if you have a mother that's like got a drinking problem or something and you want the best for her and you know that she can be better and she's still choosing not to get better, that's a very difficult thing for people as well.
0: Oh, it is. It really is because we want to help and we see the highest good that we can see and we want, you know, but that's the whole thing is they're recognizing agendas yeah. and it's your agenda and they might not be ready for, for your
1: agenda, even. <laughs> that's exactly right. Surrender. And it's really the only thing that you can do to help them is just like, be, be truth, be love, mm-hmm. be empathetic. And, you know, you don't have to have like all of these people in your life, but it's certainly about being and embodying that higher being and embodying the higher version of self. That's really going to be magnetic for other people.
0: Yes, I, yes, you're speaking, you're speaking my language. It's like you live the life, your best life, and then that magnetizes other people to want to live their best life. And that's, that's the change. I mean, I just, I honor that you're creating the space. There's a container for for all that could be, and you do it in yourself. And then people are like, Whoa, I'm curious. Let me see. Let me, I want a piece of that magic. Cause you, you worked on it and it's so worth it. I mean, some people are like, Oh, this awakening thing, this, you know, this higher conscious, it hurts. It's awful. But the other side, it's so worth it. You know, just yes. try oh to God, stick
1: it's with so it. it. I'm like, I got a little bit of like, come on, let's go in me. Like I I got this motivational vibe that I really lean into a lot. Cause when you work with me, we're moving we're going like you have to go in in we go inward inward action 80% of the time and then 20% i'm going to make you work i'm going to make you take action i don't i don't work with people who sit around overthinking like the the thing if i see it i expect my clients to make the change and then every those are that's how we get results like you have to coaches need results in everything, whether you're playing basketball or whether you're sitting across from someone, you know, telling them all of your problems. Um, some of the teenagers I work with that one of them is like, always says that he's like the difference between you and like my therapist is you make me do things. You make me take action. And it's, I feel like I'm getting better and better and better at plaguing social anxiety. Now he's like completely going to the store on his own. And it's just like, it, he and I are starting a podcast. It's like amazing. And so, And he's like, I I just feel so comfortable now because I, you push me a little bit, just a gentle like move. You know, he's about as fast as a turtle, but at the same time, it's his pace. Right. And we just gently say, how does it feel to maybe try and do that now? Okay. I'm right here with you.
0: Right. Oh, and well, one thing I wanted to ask you about was this whole idea. I never heard of trauma bonding before. Um, and is it, you know, can you just explain what that means a little bit more? Because I'm just really
1: curious. Whenever I hear like a new term, I'm like, whoa. Yes. Oh my God, I love it. So that's my whole premise of my book. The empath okay. is the narcissist is the understanding that we are, as you know, Julie, and I'm sure your audience as well, are divine beings, which means we have a masculine aspect and a feminine aspect. So if you are a man and a woman and you are getting into, in this actually, it doesn't even matter if you're straight or gay even, right? It's masculine predominant and feminine predominant. You're going to link up together and you're essentially linking up to fill a hole that the other one is missing. So typically this shows up with one person in the relationship being codependent and like, give me love, give me love, give me love. And then the other one being like, ew, gross, avoidant of that love. And so there's, and then what happens is maybe one person starts to grow. This is what happened in my case. I was starting to really grow. And then I was getting more stable and present. And that maybe caused a little bit of avoidance. And then I realized I wanted to pull away again. And that caused a little more codependence. So <clears throat> the the idea of a trauma bond, it's like they link it together um, on those wounds. And, um, we're looking like this shows up in relationships where it's like, he's not emotionally available. He's no if he just changed, everything would be better. If she just did one more thing, then everything would be better. And, and it never works. Like it never works. It's only about like your own inner feeling. I will say another thing though in that relationship dynamic, the narcissistic person actually has a higher state of they can see they can see higher, because a narcissist actually has high frequency, they have a high level of manipulation, they just have a really big ego, they can't see themselves, but they can see everybody else. That's why they're so charismatic. Mm -hmm. So they actually can see a higher version of you. So they actually are helping you but it's never good enough. And then all of a sudden they may help the codependent enough so that the codependent's like, I keep all of a sudden has an aha moment and is like, but I keep changing and it's not good enough for him. I keep changing and it's still not good enough. It's still not good enough. And what you want is that codependent to get to a place where it's like, yeah, now this ain't it anymore. And that's when the narcissist is like, Oh, like where's my supply. So that's a trauma bond. And that's what it is. And it's about 95% of people. And what this looks like in a relationship is two people in masculine energy, which is like fight, 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 two people fighting, or two people in feminine energy where nobody's communicating, no one's having sex, and everybody's scrolling on Facebook, and probably the husband's off watching porn out, and the woman's mm-hmm. maybe doing the same thing or thinking about the neighbor who's got a little bit of a higher frequency. And so there's that's what it looks like in relating, and it's almost like deemed common. And it's absolutely not common. (laughs) I mean, excuse me, it's not normal.
0: It's, it's a dysfunction, right? It's like total.
1: Yeah. And it's a
0: way we cover, we cover and, and hide what is really hurting us. And you run this cycle. I can see it. You run a cycle, you run through it. Uh, I think that this would be a hard thing for someone to realize. And um, so I'm, I'm holding space for that. If anyone's listening and says, hey, you know, I sort of see that as a pattern because it's a lot. It's a lot. And there's no guarantee that you work through this, you're going to stay with that person. I mean, it could be a big
1: change. And yeah. And I think that's the responsibility a lot. You know, I don't know how this is going to be taken, but it's, it's truth. When a woman heals, when a a woman is the master creator, she's the one with the womb she is the one that creates the existence on in the heavens first, and therefore she is the one that creates it on earth that's that's something everybody really needs to understand that that creational power comes from her love frequency it is the strongest frequency in the world love so when a woman heals the world shifts around her she she is the one that has really like unbelievable amounts of magic. And the world will respond. What happens is because women have been hurt. And like you had just described, we end up shutting our heart and we close it to the one thing that we really want, which is love and purpose and abundance in the form of money. I'm talking about money, bring that shit, right? Like we all want it. I don't care what anybody says. I mean, if you, if you want to really, really reach a lot of people, if that's your desire, Everybody's desire is different, but if you want to reach a lot of people, you do need the vehicle of money. And that is actually masculine energy. Like you got to let it move through you. And so that's something that I think women really, really the woman needs to be as emotionally available for herself as possible so that everybody around her shifts and moves. And that means, like you said, it could potentially mean rupture. It could potentially mean blowing things up in the name of her truth, in the name of her soul. And that's difficult. Yeah.
0: And that's, that's a feminine warrior and it's, and it's worth it because then you can be, you can be in your magic. You can be true to yourself and yeah. you'll attract that. Yeah. That balance I, find, um,
1: oh. I find a lot of women, including myself, it, had I known what I known and I know I had to go through what I had to go through of forgiveness for every step of the way But if I'd known about feminine embodiment and relaxing and I wasn't so plugged into like feminism and like empowerment as opposed to soft feminine embodiment and confidence, then I feel like it would have prevented what what happened in my relationship. That's why I've dedicated my life to this, because if I can save marriages and also help people get into their aligned relationships, I will do that. I will do anything that I need to do to help people feel better.
0: Well, yeah. thank you for sharing that. That's so powerful, and and it does. It comes back to that frequency of love, and it, everything will follow suit. And you have to believe in your power and give up the idea that you're weak or that you're you're not worthy because you are strong. You're divine. Your 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 partner, your man, whatever whoever your partner is. Is a divine being too, and you have to decide to see them as that. And sometimes the divine choice is freedom. Yeah. And then, you know, the I always say that, you know, the the truest form of love is when you let something go and it comes back to
1: you. That's it. Well, if you can think back to my crazy mm-hmm. story, when that yeah. man finally let go of me, I came back. But that's the, right. Yeah. So the difference was though that. He didn't let go of me because he healed. He let go of me to attach to another woman. He went right into another relationship. So, so I could see his power. I could see it. I was like, oh my god, when you let go of her, you need to heal. Like God's been trying to call you because his dad died, his brother died, his mother died. Like all these things happened over the eighteen years. And I said, I think you were trying. God was trying to get your attention to heal, and he like could never get there. He didn't have the tools. That's why I'm like. This work is so powerful. Like, and so my goal is to make it as easy and accessible as possible for everybody. Because I was like, that's a problem. If he felt that way for 18 years, what are other men carrying? What are other women carrying? What are other men carrying though? They're, they're men are jumping off of buildings. They have like no love in their life. And it's they and they're trying to find it outside themselves instead of self sourcing in their own sovereignty and they don't even know what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And so he he let go and I came back. It wasn't because it was healthy. I came back because he he was attaching to somebody else. Amazing, right?
0: It is, and we have no idea the sensitivity of our nature. Like we pick up on things, and it like I, someone said, it's like ninety seven percent subconscious are, oh, are yeah. the way we operate. So yeah. this is huge stuff. This is huge hey. stuff, and worth. A, if this is striking any kind of um, curiosity in you. You know, you want to look into some more. I know you have some resources on your website and yeah. some offerings. If you want to like dip your toe in the water and and learn some more, I mean, there's there's an abundance of things to learn about, and, and it's time. If if this is resonating with you, it's time. And you know, every day is a chance to live the life of your dreams. So try to figure out what that is. <laughs>
1: that's exactly it. Oh my gosh. And that's it. Like we've been programmed to believe that like we can't have it all, that we can't go for it in this lifetime and like you can 101,000% go for it. We I do a an emotional intelligence test. It's not like anything else on the market. I measure frequency and I show you what you're vibing at and then I increase your vibes with my method. And it's like all my clients become magnetic that one just got a million dollar deal. She just got a million dollars in cash from a man. And, um, another one just got a job with Tony Robbins, like working right next to Tony Robbins, like stuff that she had, she applied like five years ago, but she was kind of, um, you know, just a little bit lower, a lower presentation, a lower like energy. And so when she came up into that energetic space, she like her beauty came out, her, her, her body, her, her confidence and her, and now her money. And like, it was just, it's just been amazing. It's amazing. It's like, oh my God, this is the secret to life is energy. It it really is everything. And people go, energy is everything, but energy is the trauma that you hold. And energy is the list of people that you don't like. And energy is the sole job that you're completely ignoring It's all of those things. And it takes work to get in there and get them out.
0: Well, thank you for doing the Setting up the templates for people to plug into. That sounds amazing. It really does.
1: Oh, I love that. I'm so happy for you. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Have fun. Yay.
0: Well, was there any last word that you wanted? We're reaching the end of our time. So I want to make sure you were able to get everything that was on your heart. You know, I want to make sure you have time to
1: to do that. Oh, you're so sweet, Julie. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Um yeah, of course I have programs. I'd love to connect with anybody in the audience that's like vibing and feeling like they're ready to up level. I work with people that take action and that are ready to go and like actually really do this and like I'm right next to you the whole time and it's amazing and fun. I like to have fun. Mm-hmm. Um I'm going to drop a couple of free gifts. We've got a a scarcity mindset activation for people who may have some money stories and then I also have one for, um, I've got a um, anxiety, like it's a, kind of like a meditation for anxiety and burnout, just like to feel really, really chill in your body. And the last thing we have, of course, is my book, The Empath is a Narcissist," And I'm happy to drop that link as well. So.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank That's you. Incredible. Love your Thank work. Thank you, Julie. <laughs> you are awesome. I had a blast.
1: <laughs>